Thank you for listening to Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. My name is Andrew. On each episode of Pandemic Diaries, we check in with how someone in the neighborhood is doing with our ever-changing reality. On this episode, we ease into the new normal with the Admiral Restaurant Arthur's. Technically, um, we are our boundary is this little cafe boundary sign on the ground. We also stop by Paperboat Booksellers. Well, we're at 12 now, which seems just about right. All this and more is coming up on Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. When I started recording Pandemic Diaries, we'd been quarantining for seven days. As I record this today, it has been 425 days. And honestly, it's hard to claim that we're still in quarantine. Things are starting to shift into whatever the new normal is going to end up being. Well, the main difference is I'm actually at school and not like at home doing it. Felix has been going to school in person. Uh, My favorite part is uh, recess. Playing with my friends. Alice has returned to daycare. Being the various made a castle. Both adults are vaccinated. Oh, we went to a friend's house and hung out outside and didn't wear masks. <laughs> and Friday I went into my office for the first time. And then Friday I'm getting my hair cut. It's very exciting and I feel very grateful to be vaccinated. But then I'm also constantly confused about what I can do with the kids. We're certainly not back to the way things were before. Even though we are vaccinated, the kids are not. It's still a matter of like figuring out what to do with the kids and like what risks are okay and what aren't and all that stuff. The concern is that there is still a chance that adults can trans vaccinated adults can transmit. So like if the kids get exposed and we transmit and I don't know. As we try to find our way to the right levels of contact and public activity, businesses all over West Seattle are adjusting to the ever-changing landscape of rules and behaviors. I stopped by a couple of businesses to see how those changes are coming along. First is Arthur's, an admiral. My name is Rebecca Rice, and I am the owner and operator here at Arthur's in North Admiral. I asked Rebecca about how Arthur's got from an idea in her head to a restaurant resilient enough to survive a pandemic. I developed the, the concept for Arthur's over the span of at least a year and a half, two years or so. And I just live five blocks in that direction. So when this restaurant came up, um, a friend of mine contacted me and said, you know, I know it's close to you, to your house, but would you be interested in doing your concept here? And I thought, oh God, no, too close, too close to home. It's a large space. I'm looking for more of a kind of mom and poppy small bar restaurant. But it, it just worked out, and here I am. So uh, my father was born and raised in Australia. We were lucky enough as kids to go back and visit his family on occasion. Um, more recently, I think in the last 10 years, my mom and I have gone back twice. My dad passed away in 2001, specifically in Melbourne, Australia, where he's from, um, where his family partially still live. They have these incredible tiny little coffee shops. So. They're even nerdier about coffee than Portlanders are nerdy about coffee, which is difficult to fathom. And so this tiny little coffee shop, this is, you know, oh, you you work in restaurants, we're gonna take you to fun places that we enjoy, family and friends saying this. So every place we went, teeny tiny coffee shop, all of a sudden from out of nowhere, God knows where this was created, these big, beautiful, healthy, vibrant looking dishes were presented to us and it was, I thought we don't really have anything like that here in Seattle, where the idea of 
Arthur's was born from that, kind of a, an Australian-leaning menu. What's the most Australian thing on the menu? Oh, the avo smash, 100%. Um, a couple years, a year and a half ago, we tried to adjust it and dial it back a little bit. Um, no, did not work. 100%, everybody was like, where's the other one? We want, we want the other. In four years, we have not changed the, the dynamic of that dish. The ethos is this happy, nourishing food that's not... Some of it can go in the direction of a little heavier and fun and decadent. But for the most part, it's just fresh, vibrant, happy food that when you eat it, you feel happy. You don't feel like you got to go lie down for 12 hours. So, yeah. so well, maybe I'm just not remembering because I haven't been out of the house in so long. Are yeah. there more plants in here than there were yes. a year ago? Okay. Yes. We do love plants. We have an obsession. There's a don't let us go to the plant store, my general manager and I. And when things kind of started reopening, we thought, okay, we can't. Plexiglass was virtually impossible to find at the time. So we thought, people love our plants. Plants are a great barrier. They make the space kind of more healthy and live. So we got plants such that we could kind of separate things, so. And staying open with a space that large during a pandemic has been a challenge. Every day there was something new. Every day there was some kind of, like we're working on a pivot, but the pivot's not totally an option, so we have to figure out a different way. Pivoting is something most restaurants who are surviving have had to do multiple times in the past 15 months. That means getting creative. It could mean tweaking the menu to better serve takeout customers. You know, $7 for a meal for two. Go home, cook it up, enjoy, tag away on your Instagram. It could mean selling more retail items. Retail grab-and-go display stuff with liquor bottles, our beer, at a time, there was a shortage on paper products, so we brought in a bunch of those. Or the most effective way to keep revenue coming, find more outdoor seating. Technically, um, we are our boundary is this little cafe boundary sign on the ground. With the COVID restrictions, the city was able to allow for more. Um, and just trying to figure out, do we put people in the, in the parking area, in the parking spots? Do we, how's the best way? We have to have a six foot walkway throughout the center of it. It's been, it's been interesting, and that, that whole up and down landscape is just, it's never ended. There's never, there's never a plan that fully sticks. And I feel my tenacity is there, but I, I'm, I'm tired. Yesterday I kind of had one of those moments of, I'm, I'm tired, I've been doing this every day for 15 months, and I thought, you know what, our ability to make money and provide this beautiful, awesome space and service that we provide on our busiest day of the year is just super hampered. We're just gonna close down. We're just, like, I'm tired. The hits keep coming and I am just done. Thank God I have a lot of incredible staff and friends and family that were around yesterday and they said, no, 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 no. This is a super important thing for you. Like, we get you're tired and we want you to rest. But in the overall sense of continuing this awesome space that we have for people to gather and to me super important that I continue. Thanks Rebecca. Arthur's is located at 2311 California Avenue Southwest and they are open seven days a week. We will now travel south down California Avenue for a different perspective and one of West Seattle's newest fixtures, Paperboat Booksellers. My name is Desiree Wilkerson and um, co-owner with my husband. I spoke with owners Desiree Wilkerson and Eric Judy about opening up a bookstore. I generally handle anything that is not ordering books. 
he's the he's the master. She's the fa- kind of the face of the store, pretty much. <laughs> she runs everything, really. For me, it's been a lifelong dream. So, you know, I, I but for the longest time, I just thought it wasn't possible. I kind of thought books were going away. It seemed like for not going away, but it seemed like you know bookstores were closing um, for quite a while, and I just I kind of forgot about it. I, it just seemed like maybe a, it was a bad idea, and that was around like 2000, I don't know, 2008 to 10 or so. We had kind of thought about it and chickened out, but then then we came back to it. But yeah, it's been a dream of it's been a dream of mine for a long time and the, and for the both of us for quite a few years as well. So. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think we just had to wait for the right time in our lives. Our kids were to get a little older and we thought we could manage it. We didn't have to manage toddlers anymore or anything like that. Yeah. They're our oldest is 18 now, so it was a good time. Yeah. And it was a good time for bookstores too, you know. We um, lost Barnes and Nobles in West Seattle. We didn't have an independent, except for Pegasus, which is used books, and they've been here for a long time. But we just felt also that our community would support us just through our kids. We've gotten to know a lot of families in West Seattle over the last 15 years through school and our friends and everything, and we just knew we're just like, this community supports its small businesses, and and they'll support us if we open. So, And it's true, you know. So um, it's it was a just good timing for us to start a new a new venture. We looked around yeah. everywhere. What? Yeah, we some places over. the rent was just too expensive, yeah. you know. And this this seemed doable here. So and because of the amount of inventory that we had to get to start out with the bookstore, and then all of the fixtures all the shelves and everything like the upfront costs before we opened were so big here that we had to find a rent that was manageable for us for a a beginning business but I mean we looked everywhere we looked in the junction we looked in North Admiral over by Whole Foods that area and then this space we just drove by one day and there was a sign on it and it was perfect and pretty open it was a lot of trial and error Yeah, a lot of you know, just a lot of learning. We're still learning and just so many mistakes and, and COVID took errors. Us for a hit, <laughs> yeah. you know? We'd been open for less than six months when the pandemic arrived. Absolutely. And I think it's taught us, we've learned things faster than I think we planned on, on you know, a few things like online stuff and everything. We didn't plan on doing that until we got a chance uh, to, to do like, it. We've done decently i think there was a couple months where we were closed where we didn't make much of any money you know but we got a ppp loan that covered us for a couple months and we paid our employees um we also we haven't been around long enough that we we don't really know uh we don't have previous years of business to compare it to so yeah Yeah, our holiday season continued to be well everyone and i think it's because people were used to it by then we're patient waiting outside because we had capacity limits you know um we've had only a couple people who have not wanted to wear their masks but other than that like it's been fine so i feel like we got by pretty easy (laughs) you know and it's spring the you know the sun's coming out and everybody's out and about and we're 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 hopefully heading on to a good summer but 
I feel pretty fortunate that we've done mm -hmm. done pretty well. And a lot of it is just this community is is just awesome and very supportive and you know it definitely feels like people have gone out of their way to shop here and, and you know because yeah. I think you know they also know that it's value you know for them it's valuable to have a, a bookstore to go browse you know so if they shop there instead of Amazon then it'll still be here yeah <laughs> so. and now as restrictions relax more people can browse in the um, store well we're at 12 now which seems just about right I think we generally don't reach the capacity unless it's a Saturday or a Sunday. Saturdays are our busiest days, so that's really when there might be a line during regular, yeah. you know, not the holidays or independent bookstore day. We had a line for a few hours out, which was wonderful, you know, and it was raining, but um, it's kind of nice in a way because <laughs> I feel like people can come in here and they have space and they can look around and everything. And then our booksellers are always just kind of steady there's never like they're able to kind of help people and have the time where on a normal Saturday without capacity it's just like you know it packed like, in here and, you know, and you we know. need a bigger space we've outgrown this space for sure already and we have a lot crammed in here so I do feel like it can get pretty tight with yeah. with too many people it almost in here. would seem odd having more than that in yeah. in here or it just would be nice for i mean we our goal is someday to hopefully move to a bigger be able to have a little bit bigger space for our store so. thanks desiree and eric paperboat booksellers is located at 6040 california avenue southwest they are closed on mondays that's all for this episode of Pandemic Diaries, and with a little luck, it's the end of Pandemic Diaries in general. We'll see how things stand in the fall, but for the summer at least, it's back to regular episodes of Podcast West Seattle. Be sure to subscribe to hear what's in store. Until then, stay healthy and stay safe. Stay safe.